0: Hello, EKN Nation. Welcome to another edition of the EKN Outlap, our preview podcast, all part of the EKN Trackside Live Tour presented by Cooper Tires. It's episode number 16, the date February the 9th, 2021. And again, our preview podcast where we will dive into the drivers, the teams that are happening at an event that we'll be heading to in the coming weekend. Uh, This one we're talking about, of course, will be the final two rounds of the 2021 Superkarts USA Winter Series. That will be our our show for today. My name is Rob Howden, joined as always by David Cole. Let's jump into it by telling you about our presenting sponsor of this edition of the Outlap, Franklin Motorsports. Franklin Motorsports is a leader in the karting industry with over 50 years of combined karting experience, and they can provide you with everything you need to go racing. With a large online product selection, select track support events, and a wide variety of shop services, Franklin Motorsports is your complete karting source. They specialize in IME engines, tilt seats, and of course, their championship-winning Merlin chassis. They've been supplying racers with start-to-finish support at race events for years, from providing a helping hand in a weekday test outing or at a club event to full arrive-and-drive packages at the highest level of karting competition. For all things karting, visit franklinkart.com. All right, David, Uh, I know it's cold in Grand Rapids, Michigan right now. As we detailed in a couple of the podcasts we've done most recently, uh, due to the COVID-19 guidelines, me being coming home late from the Challenge of the Americas event, I'm not going to be able to go down to Homestead this weekend because I can't get my COVID test done in time to be able to fly down there to get another negative test. I've already had three negative tests. So, dude, the sunshine state, warmth, and uh, the Waffle House in Homestead awaits you this weekend. <laughs> mm,
1: I don't know which I, I'm looking forward to the the warmth of 85, 84 degree weather compared to the what is it, 13 degrees here right now wow. feels like probably negative one probably outside. Uh, or or Waffle House because it has been a few months since I've had the Waffle House. Got the In and Out Burger last uh, last last month. So I think it's more the weather. I think it's more the weather right now.
0: Well, listen, we laughed about the fact that we had some cooler mornings at the challenge race in Phoenix, but you were still going full shorts. You were, you were that, you know, the the Canadian slash Northern us guy that goes South. And it doesn't matter what the weather is. As long as it's above 45 degrees, you're wearing shorts. Uh, it's a Michigan thing. Yeah. It's a Michigan thing. it's a Canadian thing too. Trust me. We all do the same thing, but man, like you said, David, uh, and we'll get into it even more, but man, weather absolutely perfect for this coming weekend, right?
1: Yeah, obviously with the with it being in in Florida, you're always going to have a chance of of possible some, yeah, some chance uh, yeah. precipitation, but uh, but yeah, I mean the weather forecast says 80s all across the board uh, for the weekend. You know, not much, uh, uh, you know, not much worse than that. So uh, you know, rain. I think Sunday right now is the only day, but again. It could pop always up and, and go away, <laughs> like we always That's see. It. But uh, yeah, it's it's going to be uh, a good good weekend. I mean, it's probably going to be about the same of what you had uh, at the opening round rounds uh, in January. So it's it's going to well, be a great. Uh, you're going to be
0: you're going to be 15 degrees more. We were high 60s the entire weekend. We never had 80s. Uh, so you're gonna you're gonna be you're in good shape. Uh,
1: so bring the suntan.
0: Okay, you're bring yeah, bring the suntan lotion for sure. Uh, This race uh, being held February 12th, 13th, 14th. Of course, we're recording this on February the 9th on the Tuesday. So uh, this coming weekend will be the final two rounds, rounds three and round four of a four-round championship program. The track, of course, AMR Homestead Miami Motorplex presented by MG Tires in Homestead, Florida. Fourth season for the championship, but the thing got rolling back in 2018. It's had some great numbers as well. When I was down there in January, we ran in the clockwise direction around that seven tenth tenth of a mile, 11 turn racetrack. David, they will uh, reverse that and go counterclockwise. And uh, this is cool because the counterclo- I've run I've run the counterclockwise. I don't think I've ever run the clockwise direction. When I ran, it was counterclockwise, I believe. And I love the layout in both directions. I would love to try it in the other one. But, but yeah, counterclockwise this way around couple of big runs down to the to the hairpins. This is going to be uh, you're going to enjoy this weekend because I think the racing's going to be unbelievably close.
1: Well, I think it's only been in recent years that they've actually run in the clockwise direction. I think it's always been like that counterclockwise direction. They never ventured away from it until uh, recent years, especially with having like the excuse winter program going there back to back months. So, uh so yeah, to date yourself, yes, it's it's probably <laughs> you probably have never been there on it with that.
0: Oh, uh, well, I can date. But, yeah, I can date my, myself. Dude, I, I ran it back in like 2002. So yeah, it was a while back. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, it,
1: this layout. This layout tends to be a little bit uh, busier in the first half of the lap um, compared to yeah. last month when it was busy leading to the checkered flag. So uh, this is kind of going to be more of a setup maneuver. Uh, a long couple. You know, you got what the, the double rights. Then two double, you know, three lefts, and then the final left hand corner, uh, all 90 degree corners. So a lot of, a lot of kind of, you know, measuring up somebody with a, with a long draft because you have that long back straightaway leading to the yeah. final corner. So uh, you're we're probably going to see a lot of uh, close finishes uh, as you, very similar to what you did uh, last month, but I think a little bit closer this time, you know, it's kind of like that, that Newcastle feel to it.
0: <laughs> very, very good comparison. And that's really the key to the racing. It's such a different lap in terms of which way you go, right? In in going in the clockwise direction, back in January, you had the double hairpins, then the rundown into the left-hander, then the double rights that come back out on the front straightaway. So you got it's a more technical part of the racetrack where guys can make mistakes. This one, like you said, David, very much a Newcastle feel where you come out of the inner loop. You've got essentially one, two, three, three left two, three left-handers, 90-degree left-handers, Then the big run down the straightaway, you're going to see block moves. You're going to see big over unders and it's just enough of a run up to the checkered flag, uh, that it could be really interesting. So yeah, this is going to be a good one. Uh, championships, of course, on the line, final two rounds, one drop David. So the drivers will take their best three of four races, correct?
1: Yeah, that's, that's going to be the interesting part. Obviously some, some drivers did well, both rounds, uh, in January, going to hope to back that up with both rounds uh, this weekend. Others trying to make up for maybe a bad day uh, that they had in January and try and come back with two strong rounds uh, this this weekend.
0: So drivers will actually be on track tomorrow and Thursday. Unofficial practice run by the racetrack. Friday, five total rounds of practice. They'll have four seven-minute sessions and then cap off the day with a five-minute, uh, rather a twelve-minute final session. Give you a little longer time on the racetrack. To to see how the cart's going to handle on that longer distance. Two full rounds of uh, racing on Saturday and Sunday, as usual. Warm up qualifying uh, 11 and 12 lap pre finals, 20 and 22 lap finals. Of course, the the lesser laps for the cadet categories, mini and micro. Same thing on Sunday. So, again, supercarts USA getting their winter series wrapped up this coming weekend. And this edition of the Outlap, episode number 16, we'll start diving into the categories pretty soon. But after this break, we'll have a look at the numbers, fill you in on, uh, on what the grids look like uh, for all the categories. In karting, it's important to be supported by the right people. With over 40 years of experience in the sport, Trinity Karting Group has everything you need to make your program successful. We do it all, and we do it right. Trackside support and arrive and drive programs are available in 2021 for the USPKS. And the Supercarts USA Pro Tour and Super Nationals with full product sales and service and professional coaching from our experienced staff. Trinity Karting Group is a full-service operation based at the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati, which gives us access to our custom-designed driver training facility. This allows us to offer private one-on-one coaching to take you to the next level. Trinity Karting Group is also your Midwest home for Tony Kart and IAMI, and we're your source for MG and Avenco tires in the region. Tony Kart quality cannot be beat, so call us today to put you in a new chassis for your next event. From arrive and drive driving coaching programs to the parts you need, let Trinity Karting Group provide you with customer service and a racing experience second to none. Trinity Karting Group has a long history in the sport, a winning pedigree, and we're dedicated to driver development. We take pride in our professional approach and our positive attitude. Let us build a custom race program for you. Give us a call at 513-421-4463 or check us out online at trinitykartinggroup.com Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for karts, parts, the safety gear you need to get you on the track. Visit shopakr.com for a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors of the sport to ensure all the latest equipment is available to you, the racer. With over 20 years in business and customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price when you need them. Be sure to visit ShopAKR.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Make sure to follow Acceleration Kart Racing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials and new arrivals. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network, episode number 16 of our EKN Outlap as we look at previewing the uh, upcoming finale for the Supercarts USA Winter Series down in Homestead, Florida. David Cole will be trackside uh, for the event, providing all the coverage. And we, uh, I can't make it down there, so we've actually enlisted the help of Xander Clements on the microphone. Of course, Xander's been around for many, many years and is a skilled announcer. Looking forward to hearing his commentary for the weekend. Uh, David, you'll get a chance to work with Xander again. You've worked with him many times over the years. But uh, looking at the numbers, uh, we normally see this in any kind of these programs where you get that drop-off uh, for race uh, for the second round or third round of a series like this. Uh, I think overall it was 199 official entries for round one. I think we had said it was 201 at one point, but a couple of guys elected to to pull out. Um Uh, one class actually jumping up in numbers a couple of them staying the same but dropping down to about uh, at least at least that's pre-entries but more guys could still sign up but 170 pre-entries David rolling into the third and fourth rounds
1: yeah really the big major uh, drop uh, that we look at is 12 in the x30 junior category so uh, 34 at the uh, that that we ended up at the end of the weekend in January, only 22 have pre-entered for this weekend. So uh, a, no- a number of notable names that are not going to be there in that category, or at least haven't signed up. That's again, we're going off pre-entry numbers. We can't go off what walk-up numbers will be because again, if you if you don't get it in in time, we don't talk about you. So uh, so that's that's a significant drop. So you're looking at 12 right there out of the 30. That's almost half. Of the difference between last month and this month, so um, and then also the other the other big major uh, factor uh, is looking at the shifter numbers with only two drivers right now entered in Pro Shifter.
0: Yeah, we'll have to have a look at that because I, I, when I was looking at the notes, uh, Alan Isenbard, one of the guys, of course, in the championship battle, hadn't signed up. I think a number of the local drivers may have not signed up yet, so we'll see. Only two drivers in Pro shif- Shifter, as you said. Ka-100 junior David and Ka-100 senior, exactly the same as the opening round, 22 for the juniors, 28 for the seniors, and that's without any kind of walk-up, so you could get a couple entries there, but I found it interesting that for the second round of the winter series, actually a 50% growth in the X-30 Masters class, we only had eight Masters back in January, there's 12 signed up this weekend
1: yeah that was a that was a good boost uh getting into the uh, double digit numbers again another category that we're going to see a lot of local drivers you had a lot of locals uh, or at least Florida drivers uh in the category uh last month and again it's going to be kind of the same thing again this year with maybe a couple uh added drivers in for uh to uh, to help boost it into double digits.
0: All right, folks, there you go, 170 pre-entries, and we expect to see some more guys come in here before it's all said and done. Another quick break in the action, and we'll come back here and start talking about the preview of particular categories. We'll hit X30 Senior, Ka100 Senior, and Pro Shifter after this. The Briggs and Stratton 206 engine is where out-of-the-box ease and outstanding consistency meet to create legendary races. Briggs & Stratton's history of motorsports dates back to when the first engines came off the assembly line in the early 1900s. Their focus on the grassroots level continues to help build generations of racers. Since 2008, the Briggs & Stratton 206 has gained a following that has the engine powering the largest fields in North American karting today. From the club level of track programs, to traveling regional series, and national events, Briggs & Stratton competition provides the most exciting racing in the sport. Engineered and hand-built exclusively for racing, every Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is power-tested and serialized before it goes in the box. Carters can take that engine straight from the box to their cart and be on the podium at the end of race day. Be sure to follow Briggs & Stratton Racing on Facebook and through at Race Briggs on Instagram. To learn more about the 206 engine or to find the North American dealer near you, head to briggsracing.com. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? You can buy all the latest and greatest products on the market, but when you're karting to win, it boils down to one thing, you, the driver. Gain the knowledge and abilities by investing in yourself at the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy, and you'll find those extra tenths of a second you need to put yourself on the podium. The school was established by Supercarts USA Hall of Fame driver Alan Rudolph, with decades of victories and championships in multiple forms of the sport, including other disciplines of racing. The Alan Rudolph Racing Academy, located at the Speed Sports Racing Park in the metropolitan Houston area, is designed to teach driving skills at all levels. Instructors of the Academy have decades of racing experience and educating drivers of all ages. Classes at the Academy will teach the concepts and skills needed both behind the wheel and off the track. From the beginning kart racing experience and intro to karting courses to their advanced one-day and two-day courses and karting clinics, the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy can improve the skills of any driver. For more information on the specific programs that the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy can provide for you, Head to speedsports.com and click on the Racing Academy page. Be sure to follow the Academy on social media by searching for Alan Rudolph Racing Academy. Welcome back to the EK at Outlap Preview Podcast as we have a look at the uh, final rounds of the SuperCar USA Winter Series in Homestead. Franklin Motorsports, our presenting sponsor. David, let's jump first into the X30 Senior Category. 32 pre-entries uh, and a couple drivers scoring race wins in, the, in that opening weekend. Aaron Benoit and Arias Medjian. And as I kind of go through my memories of being there, man, the racing in, in this particular category, especially up front, was pretty hectic.
1: Well, yeah, the, the victory by Benoit was was handed to him after, you know, a number of penalties. First Ryan Norbert crossing the line as the provisional winner, uh, getting a bumper penalty to take him off the top of the podium. Also contact between Duke Mejian and uh um, De uh that resulted in some contact after the checkered flag, before and after the checkered flag. So it was it was a bit of a chaotic uh opening round for this category. So it's kinda kind of put a blender into the championship chase, but Benoit is a Benoit Benoit. Benoit, Benoit. Sorry. Yes, I know Get
0: this, right? <laughs>
1: no, I knew it was Benoit. I just said it wrong. Uh, right. Benoit, <laughs> he's taking, he's taking advantage of it though, coming in as the championship leader, uh, with a solid second round to back up the victory that he earned on, on Saturday. So, uh, 61 point advantage over Sebastian Montoya, who's come back to the Scusa of winter series, uh, and, and 81 points ahead of defending champion Ryan Norberg. So, uh, a good kind of mix there. You add in Dumejian, who won Saturday or Sunday in the January round. He sits fourth, 83 points back. So, four drivers within 100 points with two rounds, and you and you consider a drop race in there. So, somebody may be able to better, such as Dumejian, who had obviously that incident uh, in Saturday's main event. He'll, he'll possibly be able to better his position. Uh, and you know, we talk about Ryan Norberg. He likes to be consistent. Uh, and this, this is kind of that, that way that he won last year's championship was by being consistent, not even winning a main event. So that could be the same scenario again this year.
0: Well, I'll say this. And we, and we saw this in the opening round. It was, uh, the racing was uh, was of high intensity. So yeah. again, as we know, it doesn't take much for someone to get wrecked in the final lap, final corner, whatever it may be. You know, what I mean, that's it's things can happen. So even though the guys are up front with with a decent little lead in the points, whatever it may be, you know, Benoit ahead of uh, Montoya, as you said, by sixty one. You know, Duke Medjian back by eighty three. Norberg only eighty one. This thing can change so quickly, right? And and all it takes is one driver to go on a hot streak and literally dominate. Cause we've seen that happen before, right? Especially at Homestead. If you can get everything dialed in and dominate a day and get full points and other drivers are scrapping for it, that really kind of changes the mindset, I think too. Well,
1: and, it, and also the wild card, the drivers who are not in a championship chase yep. or, or are outside looking in and want to want to kind of stir things up. You look at like a Polsky, Alex Stanfield, uh, Hannah Greenmeyer, Hayden Jones, You know, those are the type of drivers that can come in and, you know, have a have a solid weekend to kind of mix things up even more. Or you talk about these new drivers that are coming in that we can talk about now. Connor Zillage and Jace Park. These two weren't at the opening round. Uh, Zillage joining Nitro Kart to come in and race for uh, his first time in a senior category at Skuza competition, along with Jace Park now moving up to the senior ranks. And he's making that transition over to Trinity Karting Group. So these two making their debuts, they might be uh, some of the wild cards that will factor into who comes out as a champion <laughs> at the end of the weekend.
0: Well, and that's it. There's other guys that you know I would expect to potentially step up Two drivers that impressed me in the last race. You already mentioned one was Alex Stanfield. He made his debut, of course, in senior. and was right there. Made a great pass on Ryan Norberg, which kind of signaled his entrance into the senior world. Uh, Riley Can had a really good overall weekend as well last time we were there. And a driver I, I think I would have – I don't want to say I would have expected more from, but I think we'll step up, uh, would be Thomas Nouveau. Nepu, he, he wasn't as quick as I thought he was going to be. And the other driver coming in, David, will be Luke Lang. Uh, Luke didn't run the opening round. He's there with crosslink competition as well. So throw his name in the hat as well, right? There's just there's so many guys that can step to the forefront.
1: Yeah, obviously drivers on track Wednesday, Thursday to kind of get that baseline, and then they're going to see if that kind of helps build momentum for the weekend. So yeah, a number of different competitor or contenders in this uh, division this weekend.
0: All right, let's go to KA100 senior, David. The same amount of uh, pre-entries as there were overall entries in the opening round in January. 28, uh, last year's champion. That, that breakout championship for Nate Cicero, running with Rawls a Performance Group. He's moved to the X30 senior class, so we're not talking about him uh, as one of the drivers in this particular program. Winners, though, on the opening round, Perennial front runner for how many years in Supercar USA competition? Brandon Lemke on the Merlin getting a win. Duke Medjean, of course, had a tremendous weekend all around. Uh, he ends up with a victory as as well. Uh, but it's actually Greenmeyer, Hannah Greenmeyer, with the consistency, yeah, a Norberg style consistency. Hannah ends up with the point lead coming into the final two rounds.
1: Yeah, and only by ten points with Medjean sitting there in second. Lemke back by thirty points in third. So these three are going to kind of be eyeing each other throughout the weekend to kind of measure each other up, make sure they're either ahead or close to as uh, as the weekend progresses, and obviously kind of adding up using up the calculator a lot over the weekend to kind of see where they measure each other up on the points-wise as well, too, especially after Saturday's round. But again, this is going to be one of those categories where maybe we'll see a third or fourth different winner because this the racing in this category is so tight.
0: Yeah, here, let me throw a name out for you because he didn't have the luck that he, I think he would needed in qualifying in the pre-finals but was able to work his way forward every time. I would keep an eye out for Thomas Anunziata uh, because he was really good and really, I talked a lot about him in the broadcast because he had to come from deep in the field, I think, in both main events. He, he literally uh, had to pass. He probably passed the most guys in the category throughout the entire weekend. So look out for Anunziata for sure. I think he'll be one to watch his way forward. And, and David, a driver that we saw kind of make a break, has made some breakouts, but really a breakout at the Challenge of the Americas with a big win uh, in the 100cc category there as well. Um and I'm, of course, talking about Blake Nash. Uh, I, he's coming out to run the Scoozer race, so this could be interesting to see what Blake does uh, over this particular program.
1: Yeah, I mean, he could be he could be a wild card, similar to what we talked about uh, with drivers in the X30 senior category. So a number of drivers that could be there, you know, Tyler Ferris, a Connor Ferris, these two are also quick. As you said, uh, Anunziata had a, a stellar performance. He's still kind of in the championship chase because you never know what's going to happen. Uh, you know, sitting there in fifth, 174 points back. So he might have a chance. But uh, Riley, Riley Khan doing double duty. He, he could also be another driver who who kind of shines both rounds to kind of help him get back into into uh, the podium chase for the championship as well. But uh, and then again, a number of other drivers that are probably going to stand out uh, as the weekend goes along.
0: Yeah, I think that, uh, well, this racing was just so good back in January. You're really going to enjoy uh, this trip down to to Homestead because these guys went at it. And with the long straightaways, David, and the drafting, the, the, the lead group at one point, I think, was like 14 or 15 carts. Like, it literally stayed that way until they slowly started to pull away and drop the guys off the tail. This is going to be a, a tremendous battle. And with the championship on the line, it just changes everybody's mindset as well. All right, Dave, Let's now let's jump into the pro shifter class because this is obviously going to be a talking point. Uh, wild that only two drivers have entered thus far. Uh, we did have a number of drivers, I think eight in the the opening round. Thus far, the only two drivers who have entered are Brent Cruz and Devin Smith-Harden. We don't see David Greco, Baylor Griffin, Alum Isambard. There were other drivers that were part of the program, but just two thus far entered in pro shifter.
1: Yeah, it's it's not a good state for shifter categories in the Supercars USA program. Uh but we know and we've always seen low numbers at the winter program. That's just something that uh we quite can't get over that hurdle. Um and then it kind of bounces back once we get to the winter nationals. So Yeah, you're right. Um you know, that it just could be the way that the, the winter program is. Maybe, you know, shifter cart we've talked I've talked about this before. Shifter cart drivers may not want to be busy, busy during the winter months. They kind of want to be prepping and getting ready or they're doing something else or, you know, other programs as well, too. So, uh, um, you know, maybe it maybe it's time to drop it from the category. I mean, we've we've when you get kind of numbers at this level, it's kind of like, you know, that's a lot of time we can save uh, in the day's schedule. So people aren't at the racetrack, you know, all day long and kind of help uh, kind of slim the program a little bit.
0: I just don't see it happening. I I, I hear where you're coming from. Obviously, Skuza coming up with a, a recent um, uh, tech announcement allowing the different carburetor, which may... Change some things around for some drivers as well. Supercarts USA was founded as a shifter cart organization. And as, I think, as we know, if you look back to even, uh, when Tom Kutcher purchased it, Tom raced in the Supercarts USA pro Moto tour. He's a shifter cart guy. So I just can't see him stepping back and saying, Hey, we're going to drop the shifter class. I think, well, I'm, not, I'm, not think- saying, well, I'm not saying, I'm not saying hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I just blew oh. my eardrums out there for a second. Turn you down. <laughs> Jesus. Well, you, I just can't see them dropping it, Dave. I, I it, if they drop it the winter, if the winter series, it's the death knell for the class. You just can't, you got to keep it open and, and keep evolving and do what you can to, to, to evolve it so that customers well, want to. Be, then they need it.
1: to come up with a new format. Uh, they need to come up with something, you know, something that's going to, they got to talk to the teams and figure out what needs to be done in order to bring people in. But yeah. again, that's a, that's another topic for, for another podcast. Maybe the one we'll do on tomorrow. Uh, with this weekend carding we'll talk a little bit more about it but uh yeah, but yeah just yep. two two drivers but you talked about the tech item i think i think devin Smith harden's going to be one of those drivers that has the new carburetor uh on their ime 175 so we'll okay. we'll kind of keep an eye on that as, yeah. as the weekend goes along
0: Good man. All right. We'll we'll uh, we'll talk more about it again. Last year's champion, Billy Musgrave, and Pro 2 champion, Chente Salas, not coming over to be part of the program. Brent Cruz won both races over Alan Isambard in uh, in the opening round. So hopefully we'll see some more guys uh, enter at the racetrack. Another quick break in the action. On the other side of this, we will preview X30 junior K KA100 Jr., X30 Master, and Master Shifter. Stay with us. More to come here. The Outlap on the EKN Radio Network.
2: Located in Mooresville, North Carolina, on-site at GoPro Motorplex, Kart Sport North America features over 6,000 square feet of retail space. Along with being the official race team and distributor for the Kart Republic chassis, they offer full retail sales, kart service and storage, and products from the top brands in the sport, such as CZ Chain. Talon sprockets, SKF bearings, and Prisma tire gauges. If you want to take your racing to the next level, they also offer driver training and coaching programs available trackside at GoPro Motorplex. They have a massive inventory, so head to their online store at cartsportna.com to get same-day shipping of the parts and components that you need. While you're there, check out their used section of carts, engines, parts, and accessories. CartSport North America top-quality products, winning brands, and professional driver development services.
0: The 2021 season of Supercarts USA competition is underway. We hosted our opening event of the SCUZA Winter Series program during the first full weekend of January. Over 200 entries converged on the AMR Homestead Miami Motorplex presented by MG Tires in South Florida to begin the fourth edition of our spring training program. The series continues on February 12th to the 14th with rounds 3 and 4 in Homestead. Did you miss the opening weekend? Well, you can fix that in February. This is the ideal opportunity to shake off the rust and get ready for the new season. And the track at Homestead always offers tight and competitive racing. This is the tune-up for the SCUZA Pro Tour, and all the national classes are on the schedule. Registration is currently open for the second event of the 2021 SCUZA Winter Series. Use the SCUZA Winter Series finale to get ready to rock this year on the SCUZA Pro Tour. The 12th season of the nation's largest and most competitive championship program begins on the March 26-28 weekend at NOLA Motorsports Park with the SCUZA Winter Nationals. Join the best in North America at the facility located just outside New Orleans to begin this year's SCUZA Pro Tour. You can get all the program's information on supercartsusa.com or register now at motorsportsreg.com. Welcome back to our preview podcast for the this coming weekend Supercart USA Winter Series finale rounds three and four from AMR Homestead Miami Motorplex presented by MG Tires. David Cole heading down to manage our EKN Trackside Live coverage from the Cooper Tire Broadcast Center. We'll have Xander Clemens on the commentary uh, for the event as I am uh, locked up here in Canada for the next couple of months. But I will be getting back south uh, to start the Supercart USA Uh, Pro Tour at the Winter Nationals. Looking forward to getting to NOLA Motorsports Park to kick off this year's Pro Tour. David, let's jump back into it. Of course, this Outlap brought to you by Franklin Motorsports. X30 Jr., we had mentioned in the opening segment of the podcast that this was the big drop uh, as we have 22 pre-entries. Of course, last year's champ, Andrea Kimi Antonelli, Uh, not coming over to uh, the U.S. for this Winter Series program. Uh, The winners of the opening round, though, Kai Sorensen and Jeremy Fletcher, a couple of very talented young drivers. Sorensen comes into the event with an 82-point lead uh, against Max Garcia.
1: Yeah, if I recall, this was very similar to kind of the X30 senior category where it was kind of a lot of jostling up at the front of the field not so much the contact or or unsportsmanlike co- conduct by certain drivers but, <laughs>
2: right? but a
1: little bit uh you know bumper penalties and and this and that kind of playing a role into into kind of how the final results played out but again um you know two different drivers scoring victories over the weekend but uh, Sorensen with the overall uh lead leaving that leaving on that weekend to come in this weekend as the championship leader so he's got that momentum uh as a Rookie junior driver, which is, uh, you know, it's it's you got two rookie junior drivers sitting there. One, two in the championship chase yeah, with him and, yeah. and Max Garcia on the cart republic or I'm sorry, will power cart uh, sitting there one, two. So rookies. And we talked about that a little bit in Outlap last month, you know, that uh, we're going to see either some veteran drivers or some rookie drivers be up front.
0: Yeah, and I think a, a guy like Paul you just uh, made, made a couple of mistakes on the weekend and could have came away with a victory. He's going to be very strong. Leo, Leonardo Hassan was another driver who starred uh, in, in the weekend. Jeremy Fletcher, of course, with the win. Uh, David, you mentioned in your notes here, as you'll take when you head, to head south, top seven drivers all within 154 points. And when you consider the fact that there's a drop race, this thing, this thing is wide open.
1: Well, yeah, the, I mean, Fletcher is the number one case in that point. He had 102 points in the first round, and then you come back with a victory on round two and score a total of 300 points in that round. Uh, that that first round hopefully will be his drop, and and he's looking to back up the victory with a couple of solid two rounds this weekend to kind of help bring him back up to where Sorensen is, and, and obviously he's going to need a little bit of luck here and there because Sorensen had some – a couple of good rounds, uh, last month. So again, nothing's over with, uh, especially when you, when you consider a, a drop in just four rounds of racing.
0: Yeah. And similar to the super nationals, when we we look at Saturday as being that situation Saturday where everything kind of happens on Saturday, same thing for a four race program like this, right? You, you've done what you could do in the opening rounds. You come in where you sit, the damage could already have been done in one of the first two rounds in January, or you could be in a really good place where maybe you got a chance to roll the dice a bit on Saturday. You'll know Saturday kind of where things are lining up coming into Sunday and and what kind of mindset every driver has to to have. You're either on full attack mode or maybe you have the ability that you've scored three really good points that you can kind of play back and, and just try to better one of your results to potentially grab a championship. It's always cool the way strategy will play out In this program, Uh, David, uh, where are we here now? We're moving into KA 100 Junior, 22 entries here as well. Luke Welcome uh, was a breakout winner back in January. He scored the opening win. Parker DeLong was able to get the victory, a strong run for him all weekend long, actually. Parker sits uh, uh, second in points. He was able to win on Sunday. But I think really one of the stars of the weekend, although he wasn't able to capitalize with the victory, but was super fast. Showed good racecraft. It's his first real national level event. And I'm talking about Chase Hand running with uh, Rawlison Performance Group. I'll tell you, it was a baptism by fire for Chase for sure. Learned a ton, qualified on pole, won the pre-final. Had a, bit, a little bit of an issue in the start of the main on Saturday. Wasn't able to get the win, but he's got that experience now, you know, in the head. He's been able to kind of really go over it all. And he's going to come back, I think, uh, with a lot of confidence heading into to Saturday and Sunday.
1: Well, as you said, qu- uh, bonus points are going to play a big key role too, and that he got the, that on Saturday with top qualifier and fast lap in the main event, so that kind of helped boost his points for that opening round. And then again, as you said, uh, came back and, and battled through on Sunday to, to sca- salvage a, a, a finish. But uh, leading by only 24 points. So, yeah, things are tight. But DeLong is actually not on the entry list. So, it could be a possible Ooh. at-track entry. So, but yeah, not I'm looking on at that right now. List. So, Very interesting. Uh, uh, we'll, ha- we'll keep an eye on that, obviously, once we get to trackside Friday morning and see if uh, DeLong is indeed there uh, racing. Uh, but you go back to uh, third place, then Cole Kleck. Uh, 73 points out of uh, the championship lead. So still in the hunt, kind of had a couple of good finishes both days. So again, that little consistency factor, Uh, Christian miles, not quite exactly the performances. I think he kind of wanted to come out with uh, in his second year back in, in the junior ranks, but on a new chassis. So kind of learning that, that uh, race factory chassis uh, through that opening weekend. So again, that's the other factor going into this weekend for all the categories you know, drivers who've made chassis changes or have moved up uh, to different categories, you know, they've got that first weekend under their belts. What can they do now for the second weekend?
0: Agreed. And a couple other drivers that were kind of in the hunt there that aren't in the top five. And, and I'll, I'll preface this with another note. We talked about uh, X30 Junior top seven drivers with 154 points. They have a top 10, the top 10 in KA100 Junior within 166 points. And one driver really showed well but didn't really get a chance. T- actually, two drivers I'll bring up right now that didn't get a chance to really, I think, show because, just because of some penalties. Sebastian Weldon was unbelievably quick. And I think he actually won an on one of the mains on track, but had a penalty that dropped him back. So look for Sebastian Weldon, the, of course, one of his home tracks to be able to run uh, there at Homestead. Look for him to be very good. And uh, Jesus Vasquez Jr. Uh, racing on the, both the East Coast and the West Coast. He had some good runs. I think he I want to say he qualified on pole on Sunday. I think it was. Uh, it might have been Saturday, but could have been Sunday. And then end up having an issue at the very start of the pre-final to move him to the very back. He had to drive to the front as well. So another guy. Those are two drivers to watch. I think will be Weldon and Vasquez.
1: Yeah, again, one hundred and sixty-six points, top ten. There is a lot of room to wiggle, uh, and and you know get things to kind of go your way as the weekend progresses. You have that drop to uh, to kind of help bank on and improve your score. But yeah, Weldon Vasquez, Austin they're sitting in 10th. He's going to yeah. be a possibility that, uh, that could kind of step up and, and see where he, where he lands in his second weekend for, for, uh, for the championship.
0: Yeah. Let's move to X30 masters right now. As I said before, it was kind of a disappointment for me to have only the eight drivers uh, on the opening weekend, because man, you know, the masters category is something that really has been a big part of the supercarts USA program for so many years. From the very launch of the pro tour, and really from the very beginning when 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 Jim Murley was running the Pro Moto Tour back at, in the day, you know, there was always that you know, they, they made the move early to to add the G1 class, that master shifter class. And then, you know, Tom Kutcher's entire program at one point with the Pro Car Challenge was all adults. So there was no junior racing at all. It was just adults and the masters guys, and it really has been a big part of Scusa. It's fallen by the wayside, both in the shifter categories and in the uh, the single speeds. And I don't know if that's just with a shift in the amount of drivers. We just don't have that new group of older guys coming up, you know, that, that kind of a thing. Uh, but 12 drivers this particular weekend, I think that's great. Uh, but the, <laughs> here's the thing. They're all going to have to race against, David, one of the single best Masters carters in the world in Renato Jader David. Uh, we, what do we end up with? Did we say he had won. The last nine straight events, I think, on the on the winter series. Is that, is that what we ended up with?
1: Yeah, nine straight, uh, three in 2019, four in 2020. And then you add the two that he just won uh, brings his win streak to nine. So, yeah, he's he's going to be the, obviously the driver to beat throughout the weekend. But as you said in our debrief last month, they kind of put a little bit of pressure on him uh, in the main events, just weren't able to kind of pull yeah. through at the end.
0: Yeah, Luis Cordero and William Isaias were nowhere in qualifying. They were really nowhere in in the pre-finals, but they dialed things up in both of the main events, and they put a lot of pressure on uh, Renato in the Saturday main. And Sunday, both both William and Luis both took a turn out front. And and in fact, Renato was back the third for a time. And then, of course, in the late going, worked his way forward and got back into the fight. And I think maybe... Obviously, if we're going to throw somebody else into the, the, the front-running trio, it's got to be Miguel Mir. You know, this is a guy that we know has the ability to to, to win races. He won at the Rock the Rio last year. He's a multi-time Texas champion in the X30 Masters class, uh, of course, running with cross-link competition. If Miguel's on his game, I think he'll be able to give Vernato give a, a bit of a fight alongside Luis um, and William as well.
1: Yeah. And then you add, as you said, we're double digits now. So the field's a little bit larger. So that's kind of play into uh, play in effect for uh, drivers to kind of put that extra effort into uh, into being quick. And as you said, qualifying is going to be oh so important. And, uh, and and hopefully be there at the end. Uh, we'll see uh, multiple drivers there are chasing for the uh, for the victory.
0: All right, let's cap off this section of our Outlap Preview podcast for this uh, coming weekend Supercarts USA Winter Series with a look at Master Shifter. Uh, four pre-entries right now. Last year's champ, Justin Peck, not coming back to uh, defend his title here in 2021. Uh, winners, though, on uh, on the opening weekend, David, in January, these two guys battle it out. Scotty Barnes, Skitchy Barnes from Bermuda, and local driver dri- uh, driver Freddie Remrev, uh, they, they were the two guys to beat. In the class, uh, Remrev actually had more overall pace than Barnes, and this will be interesting. We'll talk about this, but Remrev was super fast. Uh, Barnes on his older Intrepid. I think he's going to be on a new chassis this weekend. That's what we'll talk about for sure. But those guys kind of fought it out, and I expect to see them to go at it again.
1: Yeah, we'll have to see once we get trackside Friday and make sure uh, see what uh, what the steed is for for Barnes. But yeah, whole shots are going to be important. I know you talked about this in the debrief. Barnes was pretty good at the whole shot in the main event. So uh, yeah, that was big. We'll, see yeah. what, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, and then you add in a new driver, Lin- Nicholas Bedard, uh, joining the mix, uh, making his first start in the category. So we'll see if we'll we'll have uh, three drivers fighting for the victory. Uh, and then you add in Ken Schilling there, uh, the older driver of the group, uh, hope, hoping to uh, to land on the podium both days.
0: Yeah, there was a couple of drivers that Cam that was able to battle with uh, last race. Hopefully, they'll be, be late entries. And just to give you an update, David, uh, it's Nicholas Bedard, I believe, from Canada. So not better. I say that Bedard. Better. You said okay. better. Bedard. 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 Nicholas Bedard for PSL Carding on a Braille art. There you go. Again, David. Bedard. All you have, all normally you have to do is be able to spell it correctly. I'm the one that has to, be right. able to pronounce it right. 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 There it Maybe is. That, We'll give you our break. all right folks last uh last break of the action when we get back we'll talk about those two cadet categories mini swift and micro swift we'll bring you uh, the preview of those two categories to wrap up this edition of the outlap i think we all know that in racing every kid's dream is to progress through to the top levels of motorsports take that first step with the willpower card This new karting chassis was launched in collaboration with IndyCar Champion Will Power, Kart Republic, Kartsport North America, and MPG Motorsports. Two models are available through Will Power Kart, with the WP-12 and WP-mini, which will get you from cadet all the way through the shifter kart categories. In its first season, Will Power Kart secured victories and podiums at the national, regional, and club level including two United States Pro Kart Series championships. The kart is primed and ready to take you to victory lane. Visit willpower.com to learn more about their chassis lineup, follow them on all social media platforms. Willpower Kart, all power. Experience and passion. That's what led to the launch of AMAX Racing. Owner Charles Maxwell began AMAX Racing in 2015, expanding the operation in 2019 with a focus on driver development for racers of all age groups and backgrounds. From top-level drivers to grassroots racers or families looking for a team that will help them achieve their goals, AMAX Racing can guide you with the absolute best trackside service at affordable prices. No matter the chassis, AMAX Racing welcomes you and has the experience to put you on the top of the podium. You can join the AMAX Racing family in 2021 at the Cup Karts North America, United States Pro Kart Series, and WK Manufacturer's Cup Series, along with selected local events at Whiteland Raceway Park and Newcastle Motorsports Park. For more information, contact them at 317-437-5886, or find them on Facebook. AMAX Racing, all of your karting needs under 110. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network or the EKN Podcast Channel, wherever you're downloading the podcast from. iTunes, Google Play, Help Me Dave, Spotify, Podbean, iHeartRadio. I don't know where else, wherever That
1: sounds uh, about right. Anywhere else. Yeah. Or,
0: as always, ecardinews.com slash podcast. All the podcasts are up there. If you don't uh, have, a, have it on your mobile device and want to listen to the podcast, you can go to Podbean or on the website ecardinews.com slash podcast. All right, David, let's go to Mini Swift. Uh, a couple of good groups, 20 in Mini Swift, 28 in Micro. Uh, last year's champ, of course, Max Garcia moving to the junior class. We've already talked about the fact that he really has hit the ground running in junior. Uh, the guy that dominated things, in fact, dominated enough at the Scusa Winter Series and had success at the, at the Rock Cup Florida Winter Tour that he's our January Driver of the month, and that is the driver for USA in USA and Pole Position uh, Motorsports. Mateus Arjuela was really the dominant factor in Mini Swift in January.
1: Yeah, only the qualifying on Saturday was his only blemish on the weekend for at Homestead, where uh, he could have scored a perfect score on the weekend, but just that qualifying session came up. I think I want to say around like thirteen thousand short of setting the fast time in that session. But other than that. uh was pretty good all weekend long, and, and earned maximum points on Sunday to come out as the championship leader, leading by 90 points over Enzo Vitamonti. Uh, Oliver Weldon sitting there in third, 160 points back, so he's going to need to do some some uh, extra extra uh, points this weekend and uh, kind of put uh, Orwella and uh, Vitamonti behind him all weekend long for a chance to battle for the championship.
0: Yeah, to be honest, Vidmontien, Weldon, Garzon, Asher Osteen, they all have to have almost perfect weekends. Anytime you're going to battle a driver who is is almost swept the, the top-level points in the opening round, you know you've got to step up and do the same thing, right? You have to match what that driver did in the opening rounds and the second rounds and hope hope uh, for a little bit uh, of opportunity. Otherwise, uh, this could be a good – let's let's be real. Mateus Orjuela, his home track – uh, the peril and obviously a tremendous chassis right now. They've had a lot of success. they you know they got the same success uh, in the uh, in the junior class with Kai Sorensen. Uh, even Alessandro de Tullio, even before his little uh, momentary lapse in judgment, was unbelievably quick. All right, folks, let's wrap things up here with the micro-swift category, David. 28 pre-entries. Uh, Oliver Weldon, last year's champ, moving up. Keelan Harvick was the guy to beat, man. He was made some great moves over in turn number seven. Harvick with a couple of wins. He'll take an 84-point lead into the finale over Max Christia.
1: Yeah, and it'll be double duty for the Harvicks, obviously, with his father, Kevin, going to be at Daytona for Speed Week. So so Mama Harvick's going to be a little antsy all weekend long watching. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. So uh, but yeah, great, uh, great start to 2021 for Keelan Harvick uh, getting the double victories. But, uh, you know, again, a large category. So it's great to see the growth in this category, and we'll see who's able to to kind of help uh, stop uh, his winning streak. One of them could be uh, Isaac Malkut, who's coming back from a broken hand uh, at the opening round, so is, is scheduled to be trackside competing this weekend, uh, hopefully with a cast off of his arm after uh, it was uh, injured in a wreck uh, last month in January. So uh, we'll see what, uh, what happens uh, in this exciting category.
0: Yeah, Isaac Malkit was very impressive on that Kart Republic in the opening round and and that incident that happened. He actually came back on Sunday with a broken hand and kept racing. So shout out to him. Very impressive. Uh, uh, 166 points separating your top seven. Harvick, as we said, the domination of the opening weekend was he was able to get those two victories. Max Christie, another one of the parallel drivers. Uh, Augustus Toliola was very fast as well, running for the and Performance Group. He's only 90 points back. Ethan Tovo, 118th back. And Alessandro Trucho, 131 points back. Folks, we'll wrap up this edition of the Outlap. Table. we'll get the last bit from you. Uh ecartynews.com slash live where you'll be able to see our coverage uh, all weekend long of, of the event. Uh, David, as well, all our social media platforms, Facebook and Twitter will have the top tens up there. At EKN at Scusa. At, uh, rather, hashtag EKN at Scusa. I did this last time. <laughs> <couldn't> I? <laughs> hashtag I yeah, know you're going to start laughing. <laughs> Uh, hashtag EKN at Scusa hashtag Winner Series, hashtag AMR, the hashtags we will be using uh, for that broadcast. And uh, and heading, of course, down to the Cooper Tire Broadcast Center. Our broadcast partners for the live show this weekend will be uh, Kart Republic and Kart Sport North America, Allenberg Racing Schools, and Paralyn North America. David, the sunshine awaits. You're heading south. Should be fun.
1: Heading south. First time. At the uh, Homestead Karting Facility. M- hey, you've AMR. never been there? Never been there in the 16 wow. years of working with ecartingnews.com. I've never been to Miami. I've never been to uh, Homestead. So I will get to enjoy <laughs> the uh, the glam and glitz of Homestead, Florida. And uh, as you it, said, man. Waffle
0: House. And, uh,
1: yep. and just, just the sunshine.
0: Dude, you're going to love it. It's uh, it's a great racetrack. It races so well. I always love it. And, and going in the counterclockwise direction, you're going to get that big run down the back straightaway, hold on in the final corner, turn 11 because man, I'm telling you, over, under, slide jobs, blocks, little bump and runs. It's going to be uh it's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to enjoy it. All right. David's going to handle up the, the broadcast uh, down there, folks. Uh, all the social media, of course, he can track side live. Again, big thank you to USA for having us on board. Huge thank you to Cooper Tires again for being the presenting sponsor of our 2021 EKN Trackside Live Tour. That's it for the Outlap, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll have the debrief on Tuesday, full review of the action from Homestead. But for now, uh, enjoy this. You got the full update. You know what's going to happen. Hopefully, it's a fantastic and very safe weekend down in Homestead. Thanks for tuning in, folks. On behalf of David Cole, my name's Rob Howden. Bye for now.